Welcome to episode 100. I'm your host, Lisa Hoffman, and I am so excited today. The Sidetrack Sisters began this podcast back in January, and we have had so much fun talking about legacy writing, sharing with you, and demonstrating how people can come to a topic from a variety of perspectives. I have loved interviewing other creative people, writers, visual artists, entrepreneurs, and memoirists. The goal is to inspire you to create a lasting legacy with your life for your family, friends, loved ones, and community. Today's topic, Lessons from Grandma, is really where so many of our legacy stories begin and end. In my life, I didn't realize how much my grandmas were living examples for me of deep life lessons. When my grandma Iz was alive, I neglected to get down her recipe for her special cream chicken. When my grandma Doris was alive, she asked me about myself and my life, but you know, I never really reciprocated or showed an interest in her life, her experiences as a young woman, or her stories from early in her marriage with little kids. Of course, now my opportunity's lost. With Sidetrack Legacies, we don't want you to miss the opportunity to pass on your wisdom. We're happy to announce today that we will be opening our membership in mid-September. This membership will provide the support and guidance for you to work on your own legacy project and publish it. The membership will consist of weekly writing prompts, an exclusive Facebook membership site, a monthly group writing workshop, and a published book at the end of 52 weeks. You will be able to find the link in the show notes. Can't wait to see you there. Welcome. This is the Sidetrack Legacies Podcast, and I'm your host, Lisa Hoffman. Do you have ideas and thoughts that you'd like to share with your children or grandchildren? Have you learned some life lessons that might help others? If you answered yes to either of these questions, you need to get it down on paper. The world needs your stories, values, wisdom. We call this legacy work. The Sidetrack Sisters have been getting together to write for years, and the topic that we most enjoy writing about is ourselves, who we are, what we've done, and what we believe. Now, we want to extend the invitation for others to join us. So, grab a notebook, journal, or laptop, and listen in while the Sidetrack Sisters share thoughts and tips on how to uncover, communicate, and preserve your stories. So one more quick thing before we dive into today's episode. Please rate and review the Sidetrack Legacies podcast because it will help others find us. And also, be sure to subscribe or follow us on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to be notified whenever we have a new episode. And now, here we go. Hello, everyone. Lisa, how are you? I'm doing good. Thanks. Good. So this week was kind of crazy because we were not all together during our writing time. And so um, some of us, which will not be named Michelle, um, (laughs) will will simply talk about the topic instead of about their actual writing. But the other three of us are are good to go. So uh, let's see, why don't we go around and first talk about our topic this month or this week was lessons from grandma. 
So why don't we all kind of do a snippet of what we what we wrote about and then we'll get into it. So age before beauty, mom, you go first. Okay. Um, well, I wrote about my grandma Meister, but she's my father's mother. And I, I spent a fair amount of time with her. Um, she would come to Beaverdam and spend time. And my cousin and I would go for a couple of weeks during the summer and spend time with her. Even after I got married, my husband and I would go there and spend like our vacation time with her and would art would do repairs on her house and stuff, you know. Hmm. Um, but oh, she, she was just I felt she she was a kind of a cool grandma. She she was very stylish and and she liked to be sociable. She liked to do things. Um she was, you know, a big presence in my life. Um, one of the things I say is she she taught me to, to do some sewing. Now, I'm not going to say a lot. Um, my cousin and I, my cousin loved making doll clothes and stuff like that. So that's basically how I learned how to sew, was making doll clothes. Mm -hmm. um, we had what was called Ginny dolls, and we would make clothes for our Ginny dolls. I sure wish I knew where that Ginny doll went to, but anyways, um, and as I said in my writing too, um, I would get sidetracked with my interest in boys and, and reading smut books. And my cousin <laughs> took her, her training very seriously and became a, a famous doll maker due to grandma's help, you know? So I really blew that. <laughs> <laughs> okay um, next judy okay i actually took the other side of the family and i chose lessons from grandma bauer um grandma bauer's first name was cecilia and that's probably just as hard to say as bauer but grandma was my mom's mom okay she was a a short little german lady she was probably if at most five foot one she was a little bit stocky and um, she always dressed very serviceably. She always wore a dress and she wore these black grandma shoes that I think a lot of grandmas wore <laughs> that had the ties. Do you the sa the are you sass, picturing it? The, the sass shoes. Right. Well, and these had a heel on them too. Mm -hmm. But anyway, she and, and um, her sister, Aunt Anna, spent time, I spent time with them and uh grandma came over from Germany and she carried her German accent through the whole time that I knew her. Um, grandma was widowed when she was very young. Her um, husband fell from the top of a building that he was working on and passed. And so she raised six children by herself. And um, during, I always, during the depression. Yeah. And, you know, the, she actually took a job as a dishwasher at the Hotel Rogers, and she also did ironing um, for Wayland. And as soon as the kids would become old enough to take a job, they would work and help as well. And the three things I talk about with grandma was grandma and Aunt Anna taught me how to make an apple pie, which was extremely important, mm -hmm. taught me how to play cards. And also, Grandma had this beautiful cut glass candy dish on her coffee table. It was a real cute little coffee table. I want to say it was maybe mahogany, but, you know, very 
popular at the time. And she had lemon drops in there. And I absolutely loved lemon drops. So one day she was in the kitchen and I picked up the cover on the lemon drops and I helped myself. Well, the next thing I knew, here came grandma wiping her hands on her apron. And she said to me, put the lemon drop back and close the candy dish. And she very sternly explained to me that we don't take something that doesn't belong to us unless we ask permission first. And she explained that we needed to mind our manners and not assume that we could help ourselves to something that isn't ours. Well, I was kind of devastated because I was pretty shy at the time, but I did as grandma asked. And then I asked politely if I could have a lemon drop and she smiled and said, yes, it's okay. I took the lemon drop and she rewarded me with a great grandma hug. And when you put your arm, when she would put her arms around you, you know, she had this bosom that was soft and squishy and it was just pretty darn wonderful, you know, to have a hug from her. So um, the, the last thing I'll tell is that when I was 17, my boyfriend proposed and it's a long story and you've heard parts of it already out there. But we stopped at grandma's to tell her we wanted to let her in on the, the latest happening. And when we showed her the ring, she said, that is not your ring. And I was like, okay, what are you talking about? And she said, I was too young to make such an important decision. She asked me if I thought I might be rushing things. And she said, to be married lasts a long time and shouldn't be entered into without much thought. So looking back, I know that those words came from wisdom and experience and she'd had a hard life. I mean, she worked hard to raise those kids and they did not live in the lap of luxury to say nothing to say the least. And I end my writing by saying that this was a valuable lesson that I missed. And I know that my life would have been much different if I'd been able to learn this lesson from my grandma. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. When you read that or when you were talking about that, Judy, I thought to myself, so you had taken a lemon drop, put it in your mouth. She No, it wasn't in my mouth yet. It was still in my hand. Okay. I'm going, I thought I might be mistaken, but yeah, no, I hadn't put it in my mouth yet. Okay. I'm thinking that's kind of gross. I mean, (laughs) yeah. well, Hey, if I can let boys chew my gum, what's the problem? That's true. That's a good point. Okay, so then my writing. um, Okay, so Michelle, since you haven't written yet, just like mom and Judy wrote about two different grandmas. (laughs) I wrote about grandma is so you get grandma Doris. But grandma Doris didn't teach me anything. Oh, think again. Oh, sure she did. Not like grandma is did. I know, I know. Okay, so here's what grandma um, is taught me. First of all, that... um, Food is fuel. Um, Simple food is what is needed to keep your body healthy. And then I talked about her summer lunch of the buttered noodles. I think we've even talked about that before. Um, Then she taught me about self-care. And that's where I get into talking about how she regularly and religiously took care of her nails. Um, I don't ever remember her painting her nails anything other than red. Mm-mm. Um, Mom, Judy, red was no, pretty much were, it. Well, I have to be honest, she didn't paint her nails when we were kids no. at home, but she oh. apparently had time when she was a grandma yes. to do that. And yes, really? they were always red. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, they were yeah. always red. Did she have like a particular brand of nail polish that she liked? Or is it just? I think I, it I was mean, something that she, when she would have her nails done, I think it was something that she purchased there. Okay. Well, the, but, this was before she ever got her nails done. Yeah. Oh. I mean, in the I summer, mean, when we were kids, when we when were little we were kids, kids, her nails were always red. Now, I ridiculous. remember her taking her fingernail polish off and her telling me that she had to polish her nails because when she smoked, her nails were a nasty yellow color. Well, and, and then after painting that. her nails red for so many years, they it were tinted. They, they tint, yeah. 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 That's so true. Then, um, then my, my third lesson I learned from her was look your best, but don't give away your secrets. And that's where I um, write about the fact that when I would be laying in bed after sleeping overnight on Friday nights, you know, I'd be laying there talking to her as she was getting dressed and she always wore a girdle. And, um, she wore that girdle, whether it was winter, spring, summer, fall, but she always told me that it helped to support her back. Mm-hmm. And um, now you guys think or are telling me that she actually did have a bad back. I don't ever remember her once saying she couldn't do something because of her back. Neither. I, you know, she, she, you know, painted. Uh, okay. That's the next thing. Um, chores, work and errands are best done as a team. She Mm -hmm. always liked someone supporting her and being with her when we were running errands with her as a kid. It was always, you know, she would drive and I would run the envelope into the post office or into the water department to pay a bill. Um, She never, you know, she always wanted to do that with someone. Now, was that so she didn't have to get out of the car and run around herself? Probably. But Mm -hmm. uh, she also liked to be included. And that meant, you know, if if, um, mom was coming up to Eau Claire to help me with an apartment, the grandmas came along and she was, you know, she was working. I have pictures of exhausted grandmas um, laying in my apartment, my first apartment that I had with Tom. And, um, you know, she would supervise later on um, cooking and gardening and such. So she was definitely a team player when it came to um, anything that, you know, took elbow grease. So that's what I was writing about. Nice. Now, what about you, Shell? Well, my writing will be about um, the the fact grandma, she's the one that taught me how to sew. Mm-hmm. She taught me how to wrap packages. And oh. I've also, um, oh, because like sewing, I wish I, I wish I had a picture of the, the clown that I made you. Yes. Yes. And I made, you know, made that same clown in college and stuff like that for Janelle's in my dorm rooms. Yeah. Um, so, but she, that's what my first sewing experience was with grandma, the gift wrapping, um, like I said, and then I, I've written about this before, but the Christmas cookies mm-hmm. and how oh. she was, she was a little Hitler. She, I mean, nobody, <laughs> nobody had the, the Christmas cookie recipe until, until I had kids and she was getting older and, and it was too much work for her to do anymore. And, I mean, she trained you, Judy. Mom, yeah. she didn't necessarily train you in how to make uh, the cookies. No. no, I think she knew better. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, but, I mean, 
she, I mean, literally sat in the kitchen and, you know, I'd be making the dough. Okay. Now, now you need to roll it out. Nope. That's too much flour. Nope. Less flour. Nope. That's too thick. You gotta, gotta roll that thinner. Nope. That's too thin now. Oh, you gotta get those out of the oven. And, you know, it's just, you know, I mean, I, I'm running around the kitchen. She's just sitting in the chair going, Nope, you gotta do this. Yep. Nope. You're well, doing that said, wrong. Supervising. Yes. yes. She was, she was Hitler on I, that one. I was going to say it was because Sandy and I were always working, but you know what I think it really was, was that when we were younger, you know the age you learned mm -hmm. she was she, always working right so she yep. didn't have the time to be with us and help us so well and when you guys were my age she was still able to do it herself yeah yep. right you right. know and then and when, she enjoyed it yeah. yeah and she did and when she when it got to when she got to be older and it was too much work well then you guys were also older and so i was well, i was just as busy, but I was, the, I was the one with the little kids at that point. So, right. well, you were well, also the one you, you had the interest, I think. Well, took an see, interest. Yeah, that's, 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 yeah. that's the point. I never, I, I wasn't interested in cooking, yeah. you know, or, or stuff. I mean, for, actually I, I was the cleaning person. I, you know, I, that's I right. enjoyed cleaning. I enjoyed everybody to leave me alone and let me clean. Um, but she also taught me how to be sneaky. Oh, sneaky. Sneaky. Mom How's did? that? <laughs> she had donut holes. She'd have a bag of donut holes. And when I, when she came home from wherever she was, bowling or ceramics or whatever, I usually got to her house before she got home. And she, when she got home, I would get three donut holes. But I, I, I quickly figured out that if I got home before she did, I could have three donut holes before she got there. <laughs> and then when she got home, I got three donut holes. <laughs> oh, I don't yeah, know. She... Yeah. So, I, I mean, I wrote about that in, in the food. I mean, she was yep. very, you know, I adamant mean, and opinionated she, about the quantity of food that you got. I mean, and they were frosted donut holes and she kept them in the freezer. So you'd get the, you'd get these three out and you'd mic them for just a little, little tiny bit. I think I still have her first microwave for some reason. <laughs> we may have recently got rid of it like within the past year. Um, but hmm. I mean, it was like this little microwave you could fit. It was about the height of a coffee cup. Yep. You hmm. could fit a coffee cup in it. That was about, you know, but um, yeah, you had to mic them for, you know, 30 seconds and then, yeah. But so she taught me to be sneaky. <laughs> She so taught you, you to take advantage of the moments you might have, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so back she's very possessive about her food. She also she taught she also <laughs> taught me how to paint ceramics. Mm -hmm. Oh, she did. That's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She used to take Lisa and I to paint ceramics. You yeah. guys all did a wonderful job at it too. It especially fun. my a, especially yeah. my little blue elephant. <laughs> oh, I love that. It's you still know, it's in my little cup, my little cupboard over here. I think the I one, see it in the corner. It's, oh, I see it too. Yeah. Yep. Yep. See it right there? Yep. yep. So one of the <laughs> things that I think is a carryover from her living through the depression um, is the fact that food was, how can I put it? She would ration it out to everyone. However, like, for example, um, when she was in California visiting me, she'd come to the bank and we would do a Hawaii week and we'd put like baskets of fruit out on the teller stations and stuff. And she always seemed to be there the day we were taking all the decorations down and she would make sure that she grabbed a multitude of those pieces of fruit and they would end up in her purse to take home for us. And, you know, she was always sure that she got 
her share, even though it wasn't really her activity. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I think that came from mm-hmm. having to do without when she was young. You know, mm-hmm. they basically had the same thing for lunch, everything every day and the same thing for dinner every night. And when a grandma, one of grandma's mom's big fascinations was that Isabel, our, our your grandma, cook something different every night for dinner. She thought that was just amazing. Another thing she taught me is that you don't go through another woman's purse. Yes. You did not go in. She always had lifesavers in her purse and you did not go in her purse without her permission. Kind of a lemon drop story, wasn't it? Kind, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. A woman's purse is sacred. She, she should have talked to my grandchildren. Yeah. <laughs> my yeah. purse is a free for all. <laughs> you know, Sandy, I don't think even dad went into mom's purse. No. I don't know that I ever saw him go into her purse. No, you did. I, yeah, you never went in grandma's purse. Mm. You wouldn't want to mm. go into my purse. <laughs> no, you're, you're just you like might a bomb never explode. come out. <laughs> you're just like a bomb exploded. You know, of all of our stories, mother, you, you're the only one who has a bit of embarrassment about the grandma. And that's the, what you talk about when she was singing in church oh. off, off key. Oh. Do you know None what? of us wrote about anything embarrassing. Well, and I it, loved her singing in church. I loved it. I used oh, to purpose. I did, Sandy. I used to stand. I just, she'd stand up tall and she'd just belt it out. And I used to think, boy, she's really in touch with the main man because she's got it in her heart. Nobody, you, know? you couldn't hear anybody else in the whole church. And grandma is. Go, go ahead. ahead. I was just saying, grandma is, did not like her singing voice. So she would only, she would say the hymns. Mm-hmm. she would speak them really? but she would yeah but she would sing me lullabies and i thought she had the greatest oh, voice and remember mm-hmm. grandma is would play the organ and yes sing, you know she taught me how, for two there's another one she taught me how to play the organ oh mm-hmm. 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 yep yep so you know grandma i i and she had kind of a yeah kind of well, an old lady it was, it was a voice. she had a, she had a gravelly voice yes mm-hmm. yeah yes. But I you used know, to love it when she would sing me lullabies you, at night. You talk about her spending a lot of time with you. One thing I think that when we were young, dad was alive and he was very demanding of her time yes. and, and attention. And so he came first. Mm-hmm. And so life, life survived or went around him. And we were, you know, we, we were in the background, basically. So you were um, important, but her main role was her husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's the, true. You know, I remember um, when grandpa died, I had been, I had started um, at that point a few times I had slept overnight, but once he died, I was in second grade, that was 1972. And I, I started sleeping over every Friday night mm-hmm. and I had this sense and I did that for probably four years until middle school, because then on Friday nights, I started like going on um, like the ski trips with the, with the recreation um, mm-hmm. thing at department at, department at, at yeah, in town. Um, but I can remember thinking it was very important that I slept overnight on Friday nights, that she really needed me, that I was, impo- I was important in terms of her happiness and healing from mm-hmm. grandma dying. Mm-hmm. She didn't like to be alone. She didn't like to be alone. No, not mm-hmm. at all. Mm-mm. Not at all. Well, you girls even talked about the fact that when Michael and I moved back from California and she moved in with us at our request, mm-hmm. that 
you said she became younger because she was with people again, you mm -hmm. know, and I think that was true. She really enjoyed having company and, and oh, she, did, she didn't like being alone. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, she definitely, you know, wanted to be around people. Mm -hmm. her family well, as you say especially her family mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. yeah mostly her family I mean she when she had family she'd venture out but I remember the first five or six years after grandpa died she was very stay at home and I was worried about her and mm -hmm. you know we would suggest to her to go play cards or do something and she really didn't want any part of it do you remember that Sandy she was oh, she real... would come over to my house a lot but once mm -hmm. she moved in with you, I didn't see much of her. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, that's true. You know, but I think before that, yeah, cause she, I was going to say, because she lives so far away. You, you know, <laughs> yeah. God forbid you, you know, go visit. Then I got Grandma <gasps> oh. Dora. Then Grandma Doris took her place, I think. Mm -hmm. And Grandma yeah. also taught me how to play cards. We played Canasta and Gin Rummy. Yeah, grandma taught so, no, not and, grandma didn't teach me gin rummy. She taught me a game called 500. 500. Yes, okay. Yep. And, yes. and, and zilch. And, and Yahtzee. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Zilch. Yeah. Grandma see, see she me. had time. She had time yeah. to do that then. Right. She never would she never had time to do that when we were young. We well, were we were busy with schoolwork and our our well, social it's, lives. It's like and, it's yeah, like we were Aubrey taking care it's like Aubrey with you guys, I mean, right. or with you, you know, sure. I mean, you didn't, you never made cookies with me. <laughs> <laughs> what baked in the mall. Baked, you never baked with me. You, you, uh-uh. Yeah. And now well, I don't know how you taught Aubrey. Yeah. Cheaper shits. Fair. I said, why don't you go down and, you know, the tall house recipe is on the chocolate chip bag. There was flour from the, <laughs> the front door to the patio doors and everywhere in between. I mean, she had, uh, oh my God. Oh, Lisa, that, that's intentional on Aubrey's part. I mean, Aubrey will have flour on her hands and she'll go like this. Oh, I didn't realize. And it's like, bright. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what, what, what? You know, I'll say, what's on your face? What? What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> she, what? she was being a little diva, huh? Exactly. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> She was having fun with it, though. That's what counts. Oh, sure. Well, Let's go with that. She <laughs> thinks that we talked about her. She made chocolate chip cookies at my house, and I didn't. Uh, my my brown sugar was hard, so she said, "Well, just forget it." And I went, "No, we're not going <laughs> to oh. forget it." So uh, now she's she's kind of taken on like, "Well, I don't. I I can just throw this together." It's kind of like her her thing. I know how to, I know how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh yeah. no, she's gonna. It doesn't need baking soda. Meh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We all, I, I, I'm the prime example. We know what baking soda does. <laughs> when I made the for the the bridal shower party, and I had to bring dessert, and I forgot to put the baking soda in it, and it was a chocolate pancake. <laughs> Big mistake. Big mistake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It doesn't Not work so out good. really well. No. <laughs> or when you put in baking powder instead of baking soda, that's not pretty either. That no. I have not done. That, that I, I have done. Nice. I had these. I was making Toll House cookies, I think, and I had these little balls of, of melted chocolate morsels. It was like really pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, both of you, you know, told about a number of different things with the different grandmas. Who was the the grandma? that gardened 
Oh, like Grandma Meister did. Okay. She gardened. Grandma Meister did, yeah. She Sandy had... actually planted flowers for Grandma Cecilia, for Grandma mm-hmm. Bauer. She yeah. would come down. I remember and... that. I remember mm-hmm. she had that coal bucket that you would well, all fill with Well, and then I did, I did all in front of her bushes and stuff. And mm-hmm. she'd come and sit on the front porch and watch me. And I did that. I did it to spend time with her because... Mm-hmm. We didn't have, I think, a lot in common, but she liked flowers. And so mm-hmm. I did it so we could spend some time together, you know. You know, I should have taken notes, but I remember one of my favorite things to do with grandma was to sit in her little parlor when she moved downstairs. And she would tell me stories about like when she got married and how all of the bridesmaids stayed overnight on her wedding night. And they all slept in this big bed and told stories and giggled all night. And <laughs> Really? I can only imagine what Grandpa Joe thought about all that, but he must have made up. He made up for it. He made up for it. He has six kids. Bang, 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 bang. I don't think she really knew how she got pregnant. You know, she was a very (laughs) naive woman. She, I mean, at at least she appeared that way to me. I think she was. I figured it out with time. Well, you would, you would think, yeah. But (laughs) how old was she when she got married? Do you know? Mm-mm. that's a whole period of my I you know I said I think in my writing that I was so yeah. sad that I that I said the first thing she taught me was to be more curious about my relatives because their stories are too important to lose you know you just you you don't really think about it you know they're like they're always going to be there so mm-hmm. you know I I would be fascinated to hear she they came from Germany so we've never, I don't remember ever, do you, Sandy, hearing about the trip from Germany Mm-mm. or what part of Germany they came from or why they came to the United States from but Germany? But did it, you know, but did anybody ask, you know? No. Probably not. No. You know, we just no. took it for granted. And the other well, thing is, why did she have a German accent and Aunt Anna didn't? I've tried to share things with my grandchildren they don't they're not interested (laughs) that's probably true you know that's probably true it's like when you want to drive by everybody's houses and they're not interested (laughs) yeah i think i've heard how that went (laughs) what's interesting is different perceptions also i got a call from my cousin today about your writing judy about grandma cecilia and she said one of the things was um she thought grandma or aunt Anna was the one that always baked the pies and she would never let anybody ever in the kitchen when she baked the pies, you know, and she let me in the kitchen. Yeah. um, There were several things that she was so surprised at, you know, Hmm, really? I don't think grandma Bower ever hugged me. Oh, she hugged me. I I love she must not have liked she must not have liked you mom yeah probably not (laughs) well yeah she was short so I was almost as tall as she was you know because from the time I was in seventh grade I was five foot four and she was only five foot one or two at the most so she wasn't that tall she was was short short, yeah yeah. I, I don't want to say only five feet and be way underestimating but she wasn't much more than five feet tall well old people do get short and they turn into (laughs) babies and then they start all over again (laughs) (laughs) so the only thing Uh, i remember about great grandma cecilia was i remember going into her house and she had that that burgundy 
uh, kind of oh yeah yeah the velour. like vel velvet velour like yes stiff velvet that you would you would it was real texture oh. where it would be smooth when you pushed yes one I love and it I was love playing with like, it you know like Against horse was it like horse hair or something? Yeah. No. And, well, no. I, I, I remember saying everybody, this must everybody. be very, very expensive, you know, valuable antique furniture. And mom, I remember you saying, no, it's just old. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Grandma Meister actually had a sofa like that too. And actually she was upset with me because when we bought our first house, we had a family room and she had saved that furniture because she was redoing her, her living room. And she saved that furniture for me for my family room, even though she never shared that with me. And I went out and bought furniture, you know, mm -hmm. so, and, but that was like, I think, I think it was horse hair. I don't know. I was going to say horse hair was what stuck in my mind. And I guess it was very durable. Yeah. Very durable. Uh-huh. And, but and I it was always brown. Brown. It was yeah. like a burgundy brown though, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 yeah it wasn't yeah. a dark brown or, you know, so, I, mean, I, a... I mean, I only remember the other thing I remember about her was at Christmas time, she gave me a little check box and inside it, it had um, old, dirty farm animals <laughs> toys. And I can remember going, Oh, thank you. What kind oh. of what kind of toys? Farm animals. Farm animals. Oh. But they were old. I mean, oh, funny. Yeah, I, Grandma that Grandma Doris was famous for that of wrapping stuff in in other boxes, and I was always real hesitant opening Grandma Doris's packages. It was like, oh. Thank you. <laughs> it was like, and but you know, half the time it was in a you know some other kind of box, and it was like, oh, oh. great, thank you, know, thanks, uh, yeah. surprise, right? <laughs> so, so yeah. you guys, um, do you, now Judy, you mentioned that Grandma Cecilia's husband, Grandpa Joe, died. Um, in a in a building accident, mm -hmm. he was in Campbellsport, um, working on a convent, and he, he fell was, from the top. Right, he, he was, was a, a builder. He was a carpenter. He was actually a carpenter by trade, and he was doing something on the top of the building. Right, Sandy? Yeah, it was a convent. A convent, and he fell from the top of the convent and and passed. I want to say it was like three or four stories high. It was quite oh wow, high. yeah, yeah. And mom, I think mom at the time, oh, I have such a bad, I can't remember exactly, but I want to say she was like 10 years old. So you figure she had three siblings older and two siblings younger and, or however it went, but yeah, they, they had some tough times during that recovery. Oh. But um, my cousin she does not remember you said that everybody got a job when they got older. She does not remember them ever having a job. None of the kids. Huh. You know? Yeah. I mean, mom worked at the hotel Rogers as a waitress, but, but she was an adult at that time. So well, but I... She started working when she was younger than that. I don't know what she did, but I remember her telling me that she started when grandma was washing dishes, she was doing something as well. Um, hmm. I don't know details, but I, my, the perception I got was that they were all doing, you know, the boys might be shoveling snow or, you know, that kind of thing. That may be working at a particular 
business, nice. but yeah. bringing in money by doing like side gigs. Well, paper boy, like, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah that's what so I've remember. been interviewing um, Craig's grandpa, Matt, who's 104 right now. Mm-hmm. And so he, that he's basically the same era. And he, he didn't get to go to school after he was in eighth grade. And what he talks about is during that time was he would work for farmers and he Mm -hmm. said they always had good eats, you know, back during the depression, it was, um, you know, you would work for food. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if that came into play at all. Yeah. I, you know, again, I mentioned it, but I don't, I remember her saying when they got old enough to work, then it made things a little bit easier. Okay. So I, I, I would hold on to that, except I don't know details. Hmm. Any final thoughts, guys? Mom, what about you, Sandy? Any final thoughts about uh, lessons from grandma? Um, you on the spot. <laughs> not, <laughs> not really. Um, I think in my writing, I wrote, you know, wrote it all. Um, she was, you know, she was a fun grandma. Um, pretty typical, I think, um, at the time, but I'm just glad I was able to spend a lot of time with her, you know, because I found her very interesting and fun to be around. Mm-hmm. I mean, she had her moments, you know, where she was a little difficult. <laughs> but there's, there's a um, commercial on television. They don't show it anymore, but there was a little boy and the grandma sitting in the back seat and she mm-hmm. was holding his hand and he says something kind of snarky and she makes a face at him and it reminded me so much of grandma grace it was it was grandma just personified it was so funny she actually did that Mm -hmm. (laughs) she would she would tease us you know like Mm -hmm. that yeah exactly did grandma ever tell you about the time that she went out on a date with frank lloyd wright nope Really? Uh, you know, she they Black Earth was real close to Spring Green and that whole area. And she was working at Macy's on the square. Grandma was. And um, Frank Lloyd Wright used to come into the department store all the time. And he asked her to go out with him. And um, he, she said yes. And she said, oh, my gosh, what a man he was. He was really weird. You know, I guess he was pretty eccentric back in the day. And she wouldn't tell me details because I got the feeling it might have been kind of inappropriate for my age group. But I remember just being fascinated with that. Huh. Wow. I never I've never heard that. Yeah. Interesting. So, Shell, what about you? Oh, I just. I feel like grandma is taught me all sorts of things, you know, from all, you know, just all the time that we spent with, with grandma, mm-hmm. you know, grandma Doris, I'm sure, you know, I'm trying to think what grandma Doris taught, you know. Well, but we spent so much more time with grandma is exactly with Doris too, especially yeah. when we were at a younger age. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Because grandma Doris, I mean, she was Gra- married. Grandma right. is also taught me how to like fruit. Oh, that's a biggie. <laughs> yeah. With a big bowl of sugar. Yes. Yep. Yep. That's, that's how she we could, always would she eat could, some yep. lettuce too. Banana uh, soup. Did, Clean yeah, the lettuce did. and then no. she sprinkle the lettuce with sugar. No. Yeah. yeah. No. Not lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, yeah, we never we never had dressing. Uh, no, uh-uh. so. And I I have to say it wasn't her fault. It was my fault. I didn't like dressing. Huh. You know, I would oh, only you, eat my lettuce. You'd with never sugar. know it now. Yeah, I know. I gob it on. Don't I? <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite things. <laughs> okay, guys, we're gonna wrap it up here. So the lessons from grandma love writing about this was this was a good one so this one was fun a lot of fun next week's gonna be a little vile and crazy so that's exactly but um, yours was really crazy (laughs) 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 okay love you guys talk to you later love you too love you too bye-bye and before we call it a wrap i just want to say that i would absolutely love to hear from you If you have any questions about what we talked about today or any other topics that you would like to see addressed on the podcast, just go to the Sidetrack Sisters page or the Sidetrack Legacies group on Facebook. We would love to engage with you and grow together on this legacy journey. Don't forget, if you like what you heard, please, please be sure to leave a review for us on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. And also, Be sure to subscribe or follow us to be notified of new episodes. So that about does it. Thank you so much for listening today. Our goal for this podcast is to inspire you to look at your own life, tap into the memories, find the wisdom, and write it down as a legacy for your loved ones. Until next time, take care.